When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Injured List Podcast. Your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List Podcast, Brian Scott. Okay, welcome to the Injured List Podcast, everybody. Brian Scott, your host here. We're finally up and running. I've had some technical difficulties this morning trying to figure this whole thing out, but I think I've got it fully operational. And so we're coming to you using StreamYard. I am recording this for my YouTube channel because there's got to be a lot of visual information. I'm going to be sharing my screen and using Quarter 4, which if you guys have not heard of, is an amazing company that we're working with who does a lot of um, creative data solutions for sports betting and um, data um, analysis for um, sports and stuff like that. We'll get into that, but I'm going to be showing that to you and we're going to be using that to do the injury breakdown for the AFC and NFC. So, you know, as you guys know, that's my thing. Never has injury updates been more important than in this age of statistical data, artificial intelligence, and um, real-time data as well. So um, it's, it's exciting time. Um, to really show how injuries impact the outcomes of some of these games. And if you're a better um, or a fantasy player, this is for you, okay? And um, it, it makes it, things a little bit more exciting, for sure. I mean, I'm not a big better, but I do play fantasy for fun, sometimes for money. And um, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. And uh, I use my own advice. So maybe you should too. Uh, but you can, and, and I'll, I'll prove it. I mean, I'll prove what, you know, how what the things I report on, how they actually affect the outcomes of games. And it's no different. And it's actually probably more important when you get into these championship games in the Super Bowl, because we're going to talk about some of the other positional players that we don't normally cover in fantasy because they just don't matter. But in, when it comes to wins and losses, um, they play a vital role in the outcomes of the games. So let's get into this. Uh, so quarter four is the name of the company. And they've been working with Belly Up now for a little while. Uh, some of the other podcasts have incorporated them into their shows. So I'm going to try to do the same today. And I had a good meeting with them uh, earlier this week. 
kind of ran me through some of the features that I'm going to use will show how, again, how that impacts the outcomes of the games and the injury. So what is quarter four or who are they? Well, they transform sports and betting data into engagement opportunities. They automatically produce millions of team, player, and market probabilities every single day. Their specialty is making it easy for sports betting and related businesses to create unique content or specialized data streams with their fully automated deep neural learning network. Um, They curate powerful pre-game and in-game player and game probabilities with seamless integration and no code options. So it's pretty cool. The result is an endless and unique content and engagement opportunity for people like affiliates, for media, for broadcasts, streaming technology, daily fantasy sports players, and for sports books. So some of the stuff that they, the data and no code features that they have are forecasts and they do seven days out. They'll give you a team and athlete predictions for every single player on each team, which is pretty sweet. They've got pregame probabilities where they'll give you a 24 hour preview of every statistical prediction for every team and player, which is amazing. They've got in-game curated play-by-play. So basically what will happen and what did happen, which is awesome. And here's the one that I'm really particular to. It's the player effect model. This is what I'm going to be showing you today. It's basically the impact of a trade or an injury on a team or each individual player. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, and I'm helping, hoping to work with them a little bit more to try and fine tune some of that stuff and maybe give a little bit more of the human um, and expert uh, analysis and integration into that. So I'm looking forward to that. And then they've got probability patterns, which is a unique trends and insights, which deliver a compelling edge. So like a hottest props kind of thing. So um, it's pretty sweet. This automation, curation, and seamless integration. Um, the, the company's been developed by extre- experienced technology teams um, that value scalable and seamless data. Um, a lot of statistics go into this, a lot of computer uh, stuff and analysis and automated integration and uh, artificial intelligence go into this. So it's pretty sweet stuff. And we're going to get into that. I'm going to share the screen with you so we can talk about it. So uh, without further ado, why don't we start with the AFC? Because there's definitely been some injury stuff going on with the AFC teams, in particular, the Kansas City Chiefs. So why don't we pull up some statistics here? But, but actually, but before I get into that, there's one thing I do want to t- touch on. There's no shock or there should be no shock or surprise about why the teams that are in the championship games have made it this far. And I did an article for belly up earlier uh, this week where we touched about, about this and what we talked about in the article, I addressed statistics of injuries for the four teams that are in the championship game. And so this here kind of breaks it down this little graph I put together with some data information from profootballreference.com. Okay. And if you look at the 2022 season injury totals for these four teams, it's in stark contrast to some of the other teams that were on the bottom end of the league who were not as successful and who obviously uh, did not make it very far. Um, in the playoffs, if they made it at all. So when we look at these numbers here, and I hope you can see it on your screen, but you'll notice that, man, especially the Eagles, and we'll talk about the Eagles. Look at how how few times they reported players on their injury reports 
as probable, questionable, doubtful, and out. And look how few times they have players on IR. And even when they did, they still had some players play. So they didn't miss entire season, which is amazing. Even, I mean, and that goes the same for all these other teams. Kansas City only lost 68 players or 68 times that the player was reported on IR did they lose out in the game. And actually it was 67 because they had a player or one of those players played in one game. But look at these other numbers. So questionable. When a player is listed as questionable, there's about a 50% chance that they're actually going to play according to the statistics from the NFL. 61% of the time, the Kansas City Chiefs had a player listed as questionable, and they ended up playing. So that's pretty good. Chiefs, or I'm sorry, the Bengals, even higher. 71% of the time. So even though these guys may have been injured and they may have been listed as questionable in the injury reports, they were playing more often, significantly more often than they were not playing. Were they playing at 100%? Possibly not. But they were still contributing. And, you know, this doesn't differentiate between the skilled players, the positional players. It could be a combination of the two. But regardless, having your healthy starting lineup and your starters out there week in and week out is equals success. And so that's why the injury reports and all the stuff that I do on some of the other belly up shows like TSS Fantasy and um, MD's Fantasy Football uh, are so so important to helping you set your fantasy lineups, but also in the world of uh, sports betting. Knowing that you've got a full starting lineup, you know, out there for your team, uh, it's going to really swing the pendulum in in either direction. So, I mean, look at the Eagles, dude. Like the Eagles. Okay, so probable. When you're listed as probable, there's a 75% chance the player is going to play. They had one time where they listed somebody as probable. They only had only six times. Did they even list a player as questionable? Only six times for the entire season. That's remarkable in the NFL. I, I don't, I, I wish somebody could look into that and see if that's ever been the case before to make it through an entire season where you only had six times a player on the injury report listed as probable or questionable. And look at this of those six times, three times the player games were played. I mean, like, so really that number is three where they reported and didn't play and they were questionable. That's amazing. Out. Only 21 times was a player actually out from the game. And they lost 78 times they had to have a player on IR. They reported a player as being an IR. And they still, four times, they still had player play. Look at these other numbers. I mean, San Francisco had the highest when it comes to the teams that are in the championship series where they had a player on injured reserve reported on injured reserve. Um, and so, you know, um, Kansas city, who the injured reserve player, that's probably the majority of those times is probably Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Right. I mean, who, uh, unless, I mean, I don't know there's probably, I'm sure there's other players that are on IR, but of the position skill players and fantasy fantasy wise, I think, uh, Nicole Hartman might've lost some time, uh, to IR earlier this year. There might've been a couple other skill players. I just don't know off the top of my head, but I mean, you can go back through it week by week and figure it out if you really wanted to. And that, that, Maybe what some of these statistical data projections and things that quarter four uses, and I don't know, we'll have to talk to them, but they probably, they get their information from multiple sources. It's all computer generated. So they probably do look at that and you'll see in the player effect um, option on quarter four 
that's where they're able to pull all the extrapolate all that data. So you can make educated guesses. Now look at this. Let's take a look at the teams that did not <laughs> fare too well this year in their season. So I'm going to pull down this screen. We're going to pull up another one here. This is the teams that were on the bottom of the league. Okay. Look at this. The Chicago Bears. Okay. Not terrible numbers, but look, doubtful. They had guys listed doubtful 10 times, never played. They had guys listed out 27 times, never played. Lost 107 times they reported a player as on injured reserve. Only one time did that player actually come back and play. So the numbers are drastically different. Remember I said the, the Bengals and some of the other teams were like above 70% when they had somebody listed as questionable. The Bears were at 54% when they had somebody listed as questionable as far as games played. Look at all the times the Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Broncos had a player lost to IR. 192 times they had somebody reported. The, the Broncos, 224. Only 1%, 1.5% of the times did an Arizona Cardinal player who that was listed as being on IR actually suit up. So they, they, only three games did they get back from those IR players, which means majority of those players on IR probably were lost for the season. 54 times the Cardinals had somebody listed as out. You can't win without your starters out there. They're, they're in some cases, on some of these teams, there's a drastic drop-off when you go from the first string players down to the next string the second string. And if you're having to tap into your practice squad players, uh, that doesn't bode well either for the long-term success of your team. Questionable. Now the, the, the Texans were, were kind of comparable here with the questionable tag. They 73% of the time when a player was listed questionable, they actually did end up getting those games back, but look at all the outs, 42 outs, man, 42 times. I had a player listed as out and 119 times they reported a player being on, I, on IR, only two times did they play. So this is not a coincidence when you look at the teams in the bottom half of the league versus the teams in the top half of the league. And again, if you are listening on the podcast and you can't see these statistics, you can just take a look at the YouTube channel and see these graphs I put together with um, information from profootballreference.com. And uh, I took the reports that they have uh, for the season totals for player injuries, and I put compile them together into this little table. I did it for the four best teams that are in the AFC and NFC championship. I did it for the four worst teams record-wise at the bottom of the league. So it's, it's pretty significant when you look at that. And I don't know what the statistical analysis is of my comparison here is, but I mean, just look at the numbers. You can see that there's no coincidence here when it comes to the teams that are at the bottom, the teams that are currently vying for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So I, I, I wanted to start out the podcast with that because I thought it was really interesting. And when you look at the numbers, kind of lends credence to the stuff I do, which is on a weekly basis, come in here and tell you, you know, Hey, listen, this guy's listed as questionable. He's dealing with, you know, injury X. Here's how we normally treat injury X. You know, the chances of him playing are 50, 50, or, you know, maybe better than that, maybe 60, 70% chance he's going to play or, you know, he'll, he's listed as questionable, but he'll definitely suit up. Well, this gives you an idea of where they should be at 
if they're going to have success. I mean, if they, if you've got a team and a player that's consistently listed as questionable, but consistently gets out there despite the questionable tag, then, you know, look at the law of averages here, right? Like if they're doing that 70% of the time, players listed as questionable, then they may have a chance. But if they're doing it so many times <laughs> that they can't compensate for the loss of those starters, then uh, they're going to be in tough road ahead. So, and uh, I know I didn't look at all the other teams that kind of fell into the middle of the pack. I'm sure um, if you were to break it down even more, you might see some other trends, but um, I just wanted to report on that because I thought it was really interesting um, data. Uh, Let's pull that off now and let's, uh, let's get into the quarter four um, information. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick commercial break to plug our sponsors for the Injured List Podcast. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast, Belly Up Media Network. This is the Injured List Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Or do you know someone who would make a good guest? Want Brian Scott to be on your show? If so, share the podcast with your friends or drop us a line and we will get back to you right away. Email us at theinjuredlist411 at gmail.com or visit our website at www.theinjuredlist.com. Hey everybody, this is Brian Scott, host of the Injured List podcast. Thanks for listening. Now, don't forget, we became a brand ambassador for SeatGeek. So shout out to them for sponsoring the podcast. What is SeatGeek, you ask? Well, they're a ticket app that takes confusion out of buying tickets. They put a 0 to 10 score on each ticket, so you know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Green good, red bad. My viewers get $20 off their first ticket purchase with my code InjuredListPod. So download the app. You can find it in the link in my description. And remember my code, InjuredListPod, to get $20 off your first SeatGeek order. And that can be to the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, Coca-Cola 600, Major League Baseball, or an upcoming NFL football game. It's right around the corner, you know. Great time of year to go ahead and get the tickets to that event you've been dying to go to. Use my code, InjuredListPod, using the SeatGeek app. All right, guys, we're back. Let, uh, let's get into the AFC. So the Bengals, um, no major superstars out with injury. However, uh, coach Zach Taylor on Friday, uh, was, uh, reported that he does not anticipate two of their starting linemen suiting up this weekend. (laughs) Excuse me. He does not report. he, He does not anticipate two of their starting linemen starting this weekend or playing at all. Actually this weekend. Offensive linemen Alex Kappa and Jonah Williams are are likely not going to play. Kappa has been out since he injured his ankle against the Ravens in week 18. And Williams missed last week's game after he dislocated his kneecap during the Bengals' win against Baltimore. So two starting offensive linemen not in the game this weekend, that definitely works to Kansas City's advantage. Now. They've all, they're also dealing, uh, the, the Chiefs are dealing with Patrick Mahomes' issue, right? His high ankle sprain sounds like things are coming along well. He's been um, quoted as saying that he's feeling good, but he's not quite sure how, what he's going to be able to do and what comes come game day. 
Uh, Andy Reid has already confirmed that he's starting, which we would expect. He's been able to be a full participant in practice. But again, you can't simulate game type stuff in practice. So it's really going to be kind of a wait and see what we got. But uh, so far from what we have seen in practice, albeit, you know, it's practice, he has looked pretty good. Um, There's been some video clips of him like jumping off stage at one of the media press press days or whatever. And um, after practice, he looked like he wasn't favoring any ankle at all. So that's a good sign. Uh, You know, he he wasn't wearing a boot after it happened, which is very good sign. So maybe it was just a mild high ankle sprain. Maybe it was a little worse than than I thought. He's been getting treatment every day, so he must be feeling good. I mean, he could be a quick healer. That's certainly the case. The, the high ankle sprain probably wasn't as severe as it could have been. Um, thank goodness. Because uh, as you know, with um, the running back on Dallas Pollard, uh, he had a very similar mechanism of injury. Unfortunately for him, it resulted in a fractured fibula, which basically required surgery. So Mahomes got lucky because the mechanism, if you watch the replay side by side, I had pictures on my Twitter uh, tweet um, where I showed the side by side of them both going down in their tackles. It, it was the exact same position. So Pollard got an ankle fracture. Mahomes escaped with a mild high ankle sprain. Very, very fortunate for him. Now, Travis Kelsey was also added to the injured list on Friday all of a sudden um, with and, and got a questionable tag um, with a back issue. But as I've already showed you, uh, questionable tags don't necessarily mean he's not going to play. And usually with a questionable tag, there is a 50% chance that the player is going to suit up. And as we know, Travis Kelsey is a, a veteran. He's been um, in the league a long time. He's a very high-skilled player, a very valuable player for Kansas City, one of the better tight ends in the NFL for several years running. Uh, I doubt he will be missing the AFC Championship game. The question is, is he going to be at 100%? Possibly not. But again, just like Mahomes, would you rather have Travis Kelsey at like 60% and some other second string or third string tight end at a hundred. Um, yeah, I'd probably take Kelsey at 60. <laughs> um, and I think the charts that I showed you would probably agree because once you start getting into the second, third tier skilled position players, especially, or even any position for that matter, you, there's, it could be a drastic drop off in the NFL. That seems to be the case um, more so than other sports. I think, um, I'm not really sure why that is, uh, but from what I, and this is, that's anecdotal just based on my experience um, from years in, the, in and around sports. So, all right, let's take a look at quarter four now, because this is uh, the interesting stuff that I wanted to share with you guys. And we're going to share the quarter four website here. And so as a member of Belly Up, we get a little bit of a, we get a bonus because um, we get access to some of the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily get unless you had signed up for some of the premium features. So when we come up to the forecast here, over here on the left side, you've got your home page, which shows you the games and it shows you each individual player with a bunch of statistics, um, uh, what their status is heading into the game. Um, over-unders and uh, numbers for tackles and all, the, all kinds of stats. But we also have the games themselves. And if we'll click here, we'll go to games. So you got your San Francisco UFC game, your AFC game. You got the percentages and the favorites listed here with uh, some statistical information. But what I'm going to focus on today, and what I want to go into is let's go into the AFC game first. Cincinnati, Kansas City. I'm going to go to the player effect. And this is where you can actually see where players 
can inf- uh, whether they're in or out um, can affect the uh, spread and the the chance of win loss. So we're going to look at the um, we'll click on the Bengals one here, but it's going to pull us up to the matchup. Okay, and what this does now it gives us a roster of both uh, teams. Now, if you scroll down, you'll see that there's some little markers next to players. A minus means they're out, so they're inactive. They're probably an IR. This little injured guy, they're all wrapped up here. He's injured. Now it doesn't differentiate between a guy who's questionable, probable, out, you know, it just says he's injured or dealing with an injury. He's probably on the injury report. I, I know for a fact uh, that Drew Sample, uh, I don't think is, I think he might be on IR. They have him with that little tag. He's not inactive, but. So I tried to toggle him off, but you can't. First, you got to run a simulation. So the, now the simulation is basically if both teams were to play each other with full rosters, every player healthy, every player available. And it will spit out some stats and numbers about what the percentages and the chances of the team's uh, winning, who's favored, and, and whatnot. So that's the first simulation you're going to see here. Assuming everybody's healthy, assuming you have a full roster, Chiefs are favored, 50.8% to 49.2. All right, so now what we're going to do is we're going to start plugging some players out with a new simulation. So I'm going to click on the new simulation. We're going to come down here, and anybody with an injury icon or a minus icon meaning they're inactive i'm taking them out all right and now we're not even getting to the um players that are currently listed on the injury report i'm just going down whoever's got an injury tag and they might be here's alex kappa he's out right we talked about him he's their starting guard one of their starting guards jonah williams he got a he's got an out tag too so this is all very recently updated by the way because i was looking at this a few days ago and i didn't see that jonah williams and kappa um, tags sample he's injured all right now so cincinnati's done let's move over here to uh kansas city uh justin ross is dealing with an injury now i now if you'll notice um mahomes uh let's see where is mahomes we'll, we'll come up on him I'm sure. Uh, but Powell will just take him out. And these guys, again, they might be questionable. They might be playing. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't account for that here. You've only got a few players, though. Look, so Kelsey dealing with the back. He doesn't have an injury tag next to him. So we're going to keep him in for now. But I'm going to run a simulation with him out. Because it doesn't give them the option of, you know, it's, it's basically all in or nothing. And, um, you know, even Mahomes doesn't have an injury tag next to him. So I forgot to get Powell out there. All right, now we're going to run a new simulation. Let's see if it skews any of the numbers or changes anything with regards to the probabilities and who's favored in these matchups. What I'm going to do then, I'm going to go back. And, you know, McCall Hardman's been dealing with an issue. There was some speculation um, that uh, Justin Watson might not be available as he has been dealing with an illness and missed practice on Friday. So I'm going to account for that. Uh, but let's take a look. So it didn't really change anything, okay, with the guys that are currently out are currently listed with tags. So now let's do another simulation. We can keep going. This is kind of cool. So Cincinnati, uh, we, we already got those players picked up. So let's see what happens now if we take out... Mahomes is injured. I can't talk... I can only toggle him in or out. We know he's playing. He's definitely not going to be at 100%. One thing that I'm trying to work with quarter four on is if there is a way that we can decrease his value. So let's say I know he's going to play, but he's injured. And maybe he's not at a hundred percent based on my experience. I'm going to say he's more like 65, 75, 85%. 
if I can toggle that percentage and possibly change the outcome. So I'm working with quarter four. Hopefully we can do something like that. I think that would be sweet because that would, might be, give us even more accurate data. Um, and this is where, you know, even though you're using AI, you can still use the human element <clears throat> with experience and expertise to try and help figure out even more accurate numbers. All right, so let's go and let's look at, um, who did we say? Let's, uh, Travis Kelsey. So again, we know he's going to be playing uh, or we suspect he will play. We know he's not 100%. Let's just toggle him out for a second and run a new simulation and see if it changes anything. Now, it might not. And in my opinion, that might not be that accurate because Kelsey's a huge part of their offense. He's a big-time player for them. And if he's not at 100%, uh, is he going to put up the same numbers that he normally does? Possibly not. So I, want, I was hoping that there'd be a way to account for this. There isn't right now. But look, if Kelsey doesn't play, look at what that does. Oh, that's, he's the only one I touched. I moved him out. Look at the drastic change here. Travis Kelsey out, and now look. Look at how much more the Bengals are favored. So just think about it. If I was able to toggle down Kelsey's effect on the game, even just a small percentage, it may still bring these numbers a little closer, but still may work in the advantage of Cincinnati. So this is really cool stuff. This is what quarter four does. I've never seen this on any other type of platform like this. So this is pretty, pretty sweet. And, and don't forget, this will also give you some real-time stuff, real, like real-time game, uh, in-game data, which is one of their beta features, which we have access to here at Belly Up. Um, hopefully that'll be available to the general public as well soon. I'm not really sure what, what they got going on there, but I mean, this is pretty, pretty cool. And it, the, just the player effect alone for me is, is awesome. And there's so much more to this, guys. Like, you can do so many more things. I got odds and markets. Um, you can do play, forecasts. You can do season. I mean, look at all these things here. Playoffs, seasonal outcomes. You can look at all kinds of stuff. It's all AI-generated statistical data. Nothing unbiased. So, it's, I mean, it's just factual numbers. And then use it to your advantage. So, we can do this also with the NFC team. So, why don't we do that? Let's remember those numbers there. Take a look at that. Screenshot that in your brain. And uh, just look, I mean, Kelsey, now I didn't even toggle Mahomes off, right? So now you're thinking, wow, imagine a 65 or 85% Kelsey and a 65 or 85% Mahomes. If I could toggle those guys down and see what that does to this prediction, uh, it might be a little bit more accurate. You know, the, the Bengals look like they're, they might be in good shape here, even though, Kansas City is still the favorite. I still think Kansas City should still be the favorite. But um, again, I can't really tell. I can't really prove it statistically. But, you know, I think that if you could toggle, like, you know, this has Kelsey out 100%. If we could toggle him up to like 85%, that would definitely bring this a lot closer. And if you can throw Mahomes on there and still keep him at like 85%, I don't think there'd be this huge gap. If I took Mahomes out 100%, this, this number would be like 70%. The Bengals would be up like 70%. <laughs> Um, but look at it. Like normally it doesn't change with the current players out, current injuries. So pretty cool stuff. We're gonna take a commercial break and then when we come back, we're gonna tackle the NFC. So let's um do that. I'm gonna um step aside for a second and uh, we'll be back after these messages with the NFC. 
Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you can use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. This glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside the 10-part Platinum Package is everything you know and love about the Performance Package plus some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game to platinum. You can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free Ultra Premium Deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to okay, shine. we're back. So let's do the NFC now. Um, similar comparison to how we did the AFC. Let me pull up the screen here so we can share. And I've already gone ahead and gotten it over to the uh, NFC game. So I got to run my simulation now. This is, again, with full rosters, nobody out. You got to run this preliminary simulation before you can do the other simulations. And again, when you listened earlier, I talked about how the Eagles basically have nobody out, which is amazing. So anything I do here is going to affect the San Francisco chances at winning, which is unbelievable to me. And look at this huge advantage. They're given to San Francisco. Even with a third string quarterback in there. That's to me, that's shocking. The Eagles have everybody in their roster. They've been playing great all year. I don't know. This is all statistical stuff. This AI is supposed to be unbiased. So statistically speaking, the 49ers are in great shape. But let's see what happens now when we start. Well, that's and then again, that's with full roster. But they don't um do they have Garoppolo? Yeah, so that's with Garoppolo. That's with that's with their starters. But let's see what happens when we run a new simulation now. Because they don't have Garoppolo out, I don't think. Well, they will now. Boom, out. Uh, Mosley, Trey Lance is out. Remember, he fractured his ankle. He's been out all year. You got Brock Purdy. So now this is going to make Brock Purdy the starter. This is going to definitely swing things in a much <laughs> different direction here. Jordan Matthews, uh, Kalia Davis, Hurst. Did they miss anybody? Okay, so now who were the guys that we talked about? Oh, we actually haven't talked about them yet on 49ers who were injured. Um, McCaffrey's been list, uh, taken off the injury report. He was originally, he was originally, um, put on there with a bruised calf, but, uh, missed two days of practice just to rest, came back to practice on Friday. He's going to be playing. He's definitely not going to be out. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is the big question mark. He relieved McCaffrey late in the game last weekend after Caffrey bruises calf. And then he himself had to leave with a groin injury. He missed two days of practice but then was limited on Friday and listed as questionable for Sunday. So this is where those other statistics come into play. Again, remember the 49ers had some pretty good numbers um, with statistical um, 
with players listed questionable, um, 67% of the time, if the player was listed as questionable for San Francisco, they ended up playing. So I think at the very least, uh, Mitchell's going to be available to play. Um, the only player, uh, Debo Samuel was a big question mark too, but I didn't see any reports on him. I think he's off the injury list. He might've just got a rest day. So I don't think that's going to be a huge deal. Again, the Eagles have nobody, nobody on their active roster whose status heading into the weekend was in question. The only one was Avante Maddox, and he was a full participant in practice. Uh, Aaron Sipos, I don't know about that. Um, he might have been an IR guy. All these guys here are probably IR guys or injury guys, but I don't know if they're even starters. And you guys might be able to help me out there. But we're taking them off because they got the tag. So let's see what happens now. Let's run a new simulation. Okay. This, uh, I think this is going to be more accurate to what you should expect heading into the games this weekend. And uh, it's amazing that the Eagles are in such good shape with regards to their players. Not a big difference. Not a difference at all. So now McCaffrey might be a little bruised up. and. Elijah Mitchell might be a little bruised up. So we'll see what happens. Now, I can't, again, I cannot toggle them anything less than 100%. So let's see what happens, though, if I take out. I'm not going to take out McCaffrey. We know he's playing. Let's see what happens if I take out Elijah Mitchell, though. Let's say he's not available to back up McCaffrey. Does that skew things at all? Does that change anything? Well, this is kind of cool that I can even do this from my perspective. Um, I'm hoping this is helpful for you guys, too. But this is also a good way for me to kind of gauge my. Uh, so it didn't do anything. So there you go. So so basically, quarter four is saying, based on their AI, AI uh, information and data, that it doesn't matter. Despite the fact that the Eagles are fully healthy, despite that maybe some of the 49ers guys are a little bruised up and they're playing with their third string quarterback who's been playing well. I, I have to give him credit. I'm not taking anything away from him. But they're heavily favored. And so there you go. And you know, I don't think this was as a big a gap. Uh, up until recently. I'm not sure what changed. Um, I, I definitely don't think J, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to have any issues with his shoulder. He's already proven that um, in their game against the Giants. Uh, I kind of knew he wasn't going to be on the shelf for too long. They had they were able to rest him at the end of the season. So um, it was just a shoulder sprain, nothing serious. It wasn't a throwing arm, but he had ample time to rest. So, so cool stuff. Uh, again, this is quarter four. Um, we've been able to work with them. They're really excellent customer service. I've been talking to them regularly and we've been, we had a nice video conference call the other day. I'm hoping to do some more stuff with them and work on this part of it. Maybe even give them some, um, do some consultations for them and provide them with some uh, expert information to kind of help tweak this a little bit. Like I said, I'm hoping to be able to maybe provide a little slider feature where you can taper down the player's effect uh, to certain percentages based on the tags, whether it be questionable, probable, out, and, you know, maybe even based on the injury, we can tweak it a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what I'm able to do with them. I'm, uh, they seem like they're open to working with me. And uh, they've been doing great. They've been great with uh, Belly Up. So we're really happy to be working with them. So there you have it. Those are the the, the cool features with um, quarter four. I'm excited to work with them. I'm excited to use their data. And I'm going to try and plug it in more often now, uh, heading especially next season when we um doing all my updates and stuff for a couple of the Belly Up fantasy guys. So um I still think the Eagles are favored. And I and if you read my article, which is on the fantasy uh, sports site, um, I did have the Eagles 
and the Chiefs meeting up in the Super Bowl. I still think that despite the injuries to Mahomes and Kelsey, that the Chiefs could pull it out. Um, I know Burroughs kind of owned them the last few um, times they've met, but with some big injuries to two offensive linemen who are not going to play for Cincinnati, that could swing the pendulum the other direction. Um, and we don't usually talk about position players, but you know that doesn't diminish the importance of them, especially in the offensive line. When you have a guy like Burrow who does get rid of the ball very quick, which works to his advantage, but is it going to be enough to overcome two offensive linemen out? We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, you know, on the other, on the flip side, on the other C side, I mean, the fact that the Eagles, it, you can't state enough the importance of having guys play together for an entire year side by side on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. It, it just makes things so much more efficient. So many fewer mistakes that guys will make because the communication level is on a different tier compared to when you have guys that are constantly coming in and out, filling in for injured players. It makes coaching easier. Everyone's on the same page. You know what to expect from the guy next to you because you've played with him all year. You know his tendencies. You know his weaknesses. So you know where you need to pick up a sl- the slack or possibly cover him. If he makes a mistake, you, know, you might be able to anticipate that better coming down the line because you've been playing together all year because none of you have been hurt. And I don't know if the AI part of the quarter four stuff can really incorporate that and that's where the human element still is very important and the analysis is very important. And so having worked in the sports for so many years and been on the sidelines and seen the effect of uh, injuries on players, but not, not just players individually, but teams, what it does to the team, the chemistry, the dynamics, um, you can't, some of that stuff you just can't extrapolate from pure data and statistics. So I'm hoping to be able to do something with them and incorporate somehow uh, that part of it. But um, great stuff. Uh, let's let's get into this NFC and AFC championship. I'm really excited about this weekend. It should be a great game. The Super Bowl is not too far away. It should be awesome. I think this year is going to be really competitive and be a, be phenomenal uh, sports to watch. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about it. So um, I know it's been a while since I put out an episode, but I'm still putting out stuff on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram. So keep checking out my um, pages at uh, host Brian Scott for Twitter. The Instagram. Injured List podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, uh, the injuredlist.com on my website. Um, I've got all my past articles that I've done for Belly Up Fantasy on there. So you can take a read of those. Um, I did one just this past week where I talked a little bit more about the statistics um, for injuries of um, teams throughout the year and how that affects their play. So you can take a look at that. It kind of touched upon the stuff I was I brought up earlier. So please take a read there. And um, uh, as always, everybody stay active, stay healthy, stay safe. We'll see you soon.